0: welcome to talking facts and thank you for tuning in to cancer conversations on talking facts a podcast collaboration between the university of kentucky markey cancer center and the uk college of agriculture food and environments cooperative extension service we will share with you the latest developments in cancer prevention diagnosis treatment and research from the experts at markey cancer center kentucky's only national cancer institute designated cancer center Talking Facts is hosted by the UK Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life.
1: Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased on this cancer conversation to have Dr. Bola, and I'm going to have her say her last name for me. I did believe, yeah. Because I wanted to make certain that we got it correct. Dr. Bola is an assistant professor in the College of Nursing, and she is joining us today to talk about promoting cancer screening among Black individuals. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I wanted to get started today and just talk a little bit about Are there specific cancers that are more prevalent or that we see more often in Black and brown populations?
2: Sure. Thank you. So we know that cancer is a major public health problem worldwide and is the second leading cause of death in the United States. So even though cancer impacts people of all ages, races, ethnicity, and sexes, it does not always affect them equally. And so that brings me to your question. So we know that the overall cancer incidence, so how cancer affects people, it's highest among black and brown populations, especially for cervical cancer, colorectal cancer, breast cancer, and prostate cancer. So I'll give some examples here. So one in seven black men are likely to have prostate cancer compared to one in nine white men. And the cancer death rates in black men are more than double the death rates in white men. I know you may say that's not a lot, but I believe we can do better to I close think it's that substantial. gap. Mm-hmm. Then also I want to talk about breast. So the... Breast cancer rate among black women is like one in nine black women are likely to develop black, uh, breast cancer compared to one in eight white women. But one thing that we need to note for this is, like, is that black women are 40% more likely to die from breast cancer than white women. Then also for cervical cancer, which is where I do most of my work, so the rate of new cervical cancer is 8.3 times per 100,000 women for black women while in white women is 7.4 per 100,000 women then i would also like to talk about the survival rate so for black women the survival rate for cervical cancer is about 58% while in the overall U.S. population is about
1: sixty-six percent. So that early detection is key in success rate with with a cancer diagnosis. Obviously, for early detection, that we need to have screenings. And so, are there barriers to screening that we see within the Black and Brown population that might not be as prevalent in other demographics?
2: Sure. So I would say that the barriers to screening. They might be similar, but they are more exacerbated among the black or brown populations. So let me take, for example, lack of trust in the healthcare system. That's something that is very prevalent among black individuals, and this stems from their personal experiences with racism, or the knowledge of the history of racism in healthcare system. We all know about the. Tuskegee study, which is something that for many Black individuals, it has eroded their trust in the healthcare system. And also, there is the social and cultural distance between Black patients and their white providers. And this also brings trust into play. And we know that trust will play a very central role when it comes to therapeutic communication between two individuals.
1: When we look at those barriers, how is it that we can help folks overcome them?
2: So when looking at these barriers, I think what's important is to make sure that we are addressing the root causes of these barriers, especially, so let me talk about the trust. So we want to make sure that Black individuals are carried along when it comes to decisions concerning them. And as providers, we want to make sure that we are discussing and providing opportunities for the patients to be heard during our conversations, and we're building up that trust in every of our conversation with them. And then we can also help to foster trust by talking about improving the workforce diversity. So if many of these Black individuals can have access to see providers that look more like them, this might help to build the trust and maybe erode the structural barrier that's been instituted over time.
1: So I want to ask a little bit about the Social determinants of health or the factors that are impacting health? Are there broad implications with regard to a cancer diagnosis?
2: Sure. So, let me start by defining social determinants of health. So, the social determinants of health, these are factors apart from biology or genetics that might impact individuals. So, there are conditions based on the environment where people are born where people live, where they learn, they work, play, worship, and everything we got to do, apart from our biology or our genetics. So those are the social determinants of health. And I will explain that better by just mentioning the different dimensions of the social determinants of health. So there are five different domains. So there is the earth and earth care That's one domain. Then there is the social and community context. Then there's also our neighborhood or the built environment, that's where we live, access to healthy foods and things like that. Then the fourth domain is the education, access and quality. And why the last domain is the economic stability. So coming to your question, I'll say, All these factors are interrelated. So for example, if an individual does not have health insurance, it's difficult for them to have access to health care. And we know that the health insurance can be maybe a lack of a job if they are unemployed or if they have low income. So all this can impact their health, their access to health care, and it can impact their overall cancer outcome if they ever get a cancer diagnosis.
1: About these impacts of the social determinants of health, are there examples or situations of when the, there are positive outcomes?
2: Sure. So based on all the things that I mentioned in the domains of um, the social determinants of health, if these are made available to individuals, then of course their outcome will be good. So let me try to give you an example. So when the resources are available to overcome like the barriers that we've talked about, then the individuals are going to have a significant positive health outcome. So for an example, if there's somebody who does not have health insurance and they're provided with health insurance, then we know that they can have better access to the health care or somebody who does not have transportation. If they have the ability to get transportation to meet their appointments, then they might be opportuned to receive the care that they need. Then this will impact their outcome.
1: Individual that may be concerned about a specific type of cancer or they may be interested in, Having a screening, what type of suggestions would you give to them? How should they follow up from here?
2: Sure. So, I would like to encourage our listeners to talk to their healthcare providers. I'll say the Maki Cancer Center is a nationally recognized cancer center, and we have teams of experts that they have experience working with diverse populations and patients in a compassionate and caring environment. So please, if you have any symptoms or you're concerned about anything, do not hesitate to reach out to your health care providers with your questions and to schedule an appointment for your screening and your HPV vaccination.
1: Dr. Bola, thank you so much for joining us today. I know that you have shared uh, some websites that we will link for the audience in our show notes if they want to follow up for additional information or to learn more about the subject matter that we have discussed today. I appreciate you joining us on Cancer Conversations and bringing awareness to the topic of cancers within black and brown populations.
2: Sure. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to Cancer Conversations on Talking Facts. Our goal is to connect you with the latest advances in cancer research in the Commonwealth. If you enjoyed today's podcast and have a suggestion for a future show topic, Please message us on the UK Markey Cancer Center Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash UK Markey. Or visit our website at markey.uky.edu for more information. You can find University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences extension programs at your local extension office or online at fcs.uky.edu. Building strong families, building Kentucky. It starts with us.